Hello, hello. We're back in the Private Suite studio today with a very special guest. His name is Zadig the Jasp, and we're very excited to have him on the show today. <laughs> How are you, my friend? Welcome. Very, very, very good. It is such a pleasure for me to be right here, you know, with you, Indy. Ah, thank you. Did I pronounce your name correctly? I will, I will clear, even me, I don't know how to pronounce his clue. Zadig the Jasp, Zadig the Jasp, Zadig the Jasp. It's mm-hmm. very hard. And I, I don't know. It is not a problem, you know? It's a great name. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> how, while we're on the subject, how did you just come up with that name? Where did it come from? What's the story? It's um, very special because um, at the beginning, Zadig is a pseudonym I use since a lot of years, a couple of years before I even made, started to make music. So when I introduced myself to music and music creation, a long time ago before Vaporwave, I needed a pseudonym, you know, an, an artist's name for making music. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were already an artist, a French artist of techno music that was called Zadig. So uh, I didn't want I didn't wanted to have the same name that this guy. Also because I, I got respect for what he's doing. Yeah. Because he's doing nice music, and uh, even for him, you know, I don't want. It's not cool, cool, you know, when you have another artist that got the same name as yeah. you. So <laughs> I just added um, a small plus, you know, suggest that doesn't mean anything. That that is real. It doesn't mean anything. I just be absolutely nothing. You know, there's all a definition in. Even in Spanish, even in Russian, even in Arabic, you know, there's no certification. <laughs> Jasp is whatever you want. So. Awesome. It's just cool because it, it is a long name. And Zodiac the Jasp. What does it mean? You don't know. And it is like something secret, you know, but in reality, it doesn't mean nothing. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. I guess that's cool. It's subjective and everybody can infer their own meaning of the name. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you can try to what is mean what it mean you know what is jazz you know, you can decide what it is mm-hmm. you got to dive into that music to find out exactly all flow because it is in relation with the work I'm giving to people yeah yeah exactly so how was your night last night how's france oh it is um, a cold time cold time in france because where i live it is not that far from paris cold moment cold time so yeah. it rains it rains a lot I was sick the last uh, last three days. I was sick. I was at bed, and today uh, I finally leave my my home, my house, and I met my friends. Oh, nice! Well, I'm glad we didn't do the interview yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, I was sick, so it was it wasn't possible for me to do this. Okay, because I, I know we we were going to do the, to do the, this interview, so mm-hmm. it was supposed to, we we were supposed to do this uh, last day, but finally we didn't. Yeah do this right now yeah well i'm so, glad you got to rest uh, exactly thank you so much it's cold here in toronto too no <laughs> the the air the air is like humid so the coldness gets carried through the air and it's like i have a sweater on in my apartment and jeans and it's like i'm still cold it sucks <laughs> i'm actually in my bed for being uh, for being serious, I'm actually in my bed. Yeah, um, sitting on sitting on my bed. I'm not. I'm not sleeping. You know. <laughs> yeah, so, well, that's um, great. Nice to know you're just, as comfortable as just, possible. Exactly, just chilling. You know, that is how you you get inspiration for making music. So also, when you create, you have to to be to be chilling. That's it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So what what is the music that you make? Zadig the Jasp oh. music. 
Yeah. Zadig the J. What is my music? Yeah. Because I, I got so many different style. Oh, yeah, I, I made so many different things, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm going to make so many different um, different style of music under the name of Zadig the Jazz or under names. What is my music? Yeah. You can do what I'm making. I'm not making just Vaporwave. I also made Vapor Trap. I also made electronic music, house music. I've been to really all the, all the different types of vaporwave that you can imagine. I've been into Molesoft, I've been into VHS Wave, I've been into I never I never made um Future Funk because it is something that is, you know, it is not exactly my my genre. I, I don't feel involved in this genre. So mm. <laughs> that's a bit a bit complicated, you know. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> so, a complete shift. Um, so I made a lot of different styles. Every time I'm making a new record, it is different from the others, from the precedent. So one day I'm making classic vaporwave, and uh, like one month after, I'm making Molesoft. I, I don't want to, and I, I can, I can really, if, even if I, if, uh, excuse me, even if I try, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always at the moment do something different from what I did. Mm-hmm. I can be like uh, Luxurielit or Infinity Frequencies. And all for, for three years or four, four years, five years, making the same genre of vaporwave. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want to do something that groovy. Sometimes I want to do something that really uh, psychological, really um, based on the feelings you can have with music. Mm-hmm. That's really, <clears throat> really nicely said. Yeah, I would, if I had to explain it to someone, I would say like rainy, jazz, experimental, lo-fi, glitched out, chopped and screwed, beat-based electronic fusion. <laughs> so many so many exactly you you are actually right because there uh, at the moment you make a lot of things you can describe it you can say okay this guy is making this you know as i say i, I made like almost 15 records 15 albums plus all the stuff that i do in collaboration with other artists that mm-hmm. are not in my band camp because sorry the jays it's it is band camp you know soundcloud is uh really different yeah and it's changed a lot. Exactly. You sample classical music too, orchestral music. It's uh, it's really refreshing actually to hear your work because you have so many different sounds. It's like we get to explore a new version of Zadig the Jasp with every record. So that's nice. Exactly. Sometimes I also like to go in the past and do something close that I already made. For example, sometimes I listen to my older albums and I'm like, okay, this was cool. I would like to do something similar. That is the same for Mozart. That is the same for classic Vaporwave. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Just revisit it. it is. Exactly. Revisit, revisit it. Exactly. Re-expand on it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I do really love your music. I've been a fan of yours for quite some time. I think I paid 50 American dollars for one of your tapes off of somebody. That's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. That's a lot. My, oh my God, that's a lot. Because I never wanted to make music for money. You know, that's something I can. I don't want people to pay my music. The only thing that you can buy, buy, excuse me, uh, yeah. on my Bandcamp is the the world discography, two dollars and uh, sixteen. Yeah, sixteen cents. Certainly a, a value. <laughs> because I want people to, I want people to pay if they really love, if they if they're really into the mood that I, I share. You know, I don't want people to pay for listening. It's something I can I can accept. You know, I don't want people to buy the track one dollar. You know, uh, so in general, the track is one dollar and the album is absolutely free. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I noticed that. 
And it's it's really nice to uh, have that be the case because people can actually download the music and know that it's going to be full quality. Exactly. Yeah. They'll have it forever as well. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, you never know with with samples. The music uh, the music can't always last with samples. You know, sometimes it'll get taken down because you get a cease and desist. Like we saw with haircuts for men or beer on the rug, which just happened. Um, so it's nice that you give people that quick ability to to grab your stuff and not have to you know pay a dollar for each each thing, exactly. which is still very cheap. Because it is also um, because the, the 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 fact that my discography is for the, the most part uh, free is because I always consider my my work with the the sample you know sample is a part of my work and i mm-hmm. I, I i also also feel bad to 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 imagine that yeah. i'm making people pay for um an album that, that is going to make from a to z to to the um you know from the beginning to the end uh making from the work of another people mm-hmm. i want people not to pay album but to pay a whole experience and this experience is my discovery you know so yeah. that is exactly what I feel, receiving money from people. Yeah. That, like that is a, why it's free for the most part. Well, that's great. <laughs> great to know. Very humbling to know about you. Thank you so much. So, Thank you so much. Yeah, because like, you could, your music is very popular. You could charge a couple dollars for each record. But then you get into the question of, you know, how does it make you feel? Do you feel like you've betrayed the people that you t- took the music from to allow you to make your music, you know? So, yeah, it's... If I... Uh, excuse me. It's... it's excuse me. Uh, <laughs> there are some questions I don't really understand. It, I'm, I'm just saying some words, but... Um, that's okay. More, It's more of a comment. Just we, we appreciate that you were like that because it's easy to... You know, it's a philosophical problem. You're using someone else's music... But you didn't create it yourself. Mm. But you're not oh, cool. you're not crediting the people that you took the music from. So exactly. to charge for that, that you know, yeah. you kind of feel bad. I say to I don't remember what it was, but for me, the vaporwave artist is it depends on what he's doing. But the vaporwave artist in general, for me, is a technician. You are a producer. You're not mm. a music creator as a jazz man, as uh, as a Mark DeMarco, as a Playboy Cardi. You know, mm. you're just someone or Pierre Boone. I'm, <laughs> I'm just giving names like that, but uh, you're just someone that creates an experience. Because as I said, my my the the, the whole thing that I, I try to share is experience in my work. Yeah, my work. So for me, you can consider this is also why I always had a problem to say that I was an artist you know it's really hard for me to say that i am an artist because when you, you when you say that you're not making vaporwave it's almost cringe for me you know <laughs> except almost almost cringe you know when you have someone that's playing guitar and you're like you are just someone that almost just slow down and reverb the songs you like uh, i don't feel like i'm the same you know yeah that's also why it is hard for making concerts of vaporwave yeah what do you want to make? You know, when you're on stage and you just like slowing down the song. Yeah, that's people is not something you can listen in live. And that's my opinion. It depends on what you're doing. Yeah. When I see when I saw Electronicon, it was really amazing, really interesting moments. But I I, I don't know if I could me from my side like uh, live. You know, yeah. Like with live. So wait, you were you were no, at no. Electronicon? I wasn't. No, it was no? USA. No. Oh, okay. I thought you were there for a second. 
uh, I, I couldn't because you know, <laughs> of my my studies and you know, yeah, school. For sure, mm, France probably. is a little far. <laughs> no, no, I can tell you that uh, the price of a ticket for the the, the plane is really expensive, and uh, uh, somewhere to it is not easy to find somewhere where where to sleep. Yeah, so definitely <laughs> in USA. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. I had nobody to 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 be with me for this uh, for this travel. If I had the chance to yeah to to go to Electronicon, so well. but I saw lives on Instagram. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that did make it because, like we just understood, it's it is very difficult to you know, especially if you're traveling alone, find somewhere to stay, mm-hmm. feel safe the whole time. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Make sure you're not you know hours away from the venue you know that get your airbnb Mm. in the right spot and yeah there's just so many variables like your your hotel doesn't have a room for you or your airbnb cancels on you and what what do you do right so yeah of course yeah. yeah tricky um so where does your musical interest start to happen in your life when you were growing up full vaporwave no just for just music in general Ah, I know. When I was just a child, you know, because um, everything starts, I guess, from the musical legacy your parents are giving to you when you were little. You know, my family and especially my mom and my father gave me, um, I won't say a knowledge because you can't say you have a good knowledge of music. There are so many different types of, of albums, so many genres, so many artists. You can say, I know, I know music. No, you just know a, a small part. You just know, you just know classic albums. Yeah. I never been introduced to, um, popular music. That that's, that's real. I, I don't know that much, uh, Queen. I don't know that much rock, rock bands, you know, I don't know that much, uh, a lot of artists that people can consider as classics, you know, I've been introduced to jazz. I've been introduced to um, soul and funk from the 70s, 60s. My father was a real fan of the Temptations, a group of uh, soul, like a soul funk of the 60s, 70s. And uh, I love the Temptations. Really good, especially oh, uh, yeah. what love has joined together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not one of the famous, fa- yeah, famous, most famous song, but uh, I really like it. It was one of the one of my fair one of my father's favorite song but just like that yeah. <laughs> and uh i've been introduced to albums that are not famous but that when i when i listen to them today uh it, it brings me so many uh goosebumps so many uh, transcendence almost transcendental you know because i was like six years old five years old less than 10 years old when i when i had the chance to listen to those albums mm-hmm. and today when I listen for example the, the greatest uh, the greatest example I can give is the album uh, Mezzanine from uh, Massive Attack this album my mother introduced me to the, to this album and when I listen to um, Raising Sun uh, I literally uh, remember what I how, how I was listening to this song uh, when I was uh, six years old because I got because for me um, musical music music Musical, um, I don't know, sense. Yeah, like, uh, there is the, the one of with the um, with the smelling. You know, the smell is the, the the greatest sense you can have. The biggest memory is coming from what you smell and what you listen. Definitely. In general, it is also something possible for me to when I listen to a music, 
some some smelling, for example. I can listen to some some songs. I listened when I was in the streets when I was younger because the big majority of my um, my memories are coming from when I was a, a little kid. Um, I can remember the smell of the streets. I was listening. I was listening to this song. Wow. When uh, so things like that. And uh, the greatest example I have is that in general, my mom um, was. Um, uh, lighting some incense, you know, yeah. some incense. Yeah. When we were listening to Massive Attack mezzanine, in general, I always remember the smell of the incense we were <laughs> that were in the apartment at this moment. And this kind of transcendence, this kind of um, feelings, deep feelings, not just feeling like okay, I'm feeling good, okay, I'm feeling sad. No, deep feelings, something that are in the truly in your brain, truly in your heart. Yeah, this deep. Something I want to share in my. Exactly. It is something I want to share in my music. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so cool to hear. And it, it makes sense that you touch so many different genres with your music based on your upbringing, sort of like you didn't touch all the big boys, all the classic rock, famous people, famous bands, like you said. Did you ever get into like the Beatles? Um, I, I don't know that much the Beatles. Oh wow! Yeah, that, yeah, that's that, that, that's terrible. I know that's terrible, but um, I don't know them that much either. Though, though, those groups like the Beatles and the others, um, I, I've been introduced to like Queen. I, I mentioned Queen mm-hmm. uh, last time um, uh, because uh, th- those songs came to me. That's not me. That came to them. You know, I didn't one day decide to type uh, Queen on my on the internet, on YouTube, and listen. In general, those songs are so famous that one day or another you, you have the occasion to listen in a movie, in a show, or something True. like that. So they're, they're so so famous. It is not something you can listen only by finding it or knowing it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not something something you, you're going to, to find by miracle on a, on a yeah. vinyl shop, for example, like old jazz music or old reggae music. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. And that's what makes it more special, right? More personal to you. You weren't told to listen to it. You discovered it by yourself and it becomes a part of who you are when that happens. Music is, music is what you are. Your music tastes are what you are. Mm -hmm. If you're, if you, uh, that's terrible. Uh, I don't know that much people that are, you know, dark, dark people in general love, loves dark music. There is exception. You can love a very lovely music and be and be a, a gothic. You know? Yeah, <laughs> the gothic child can also love um, reggae music. This is love from Bob Marley. He can love it. Mm-hmm. So and you can be the most nice guy in the world, the nicest guy in the world, uh, always smiling, always laughing, and at home you're listening only to dark music, That's death it. metal, grindcore. Exactly, to sound zero, uh, yeah. to uh, drum music, drum metal. Yeah, I guess what you look like doesn't really explain most of the time what you identify with. Uh, yeah, that, that, that is that is that is uh, nice. Yeah, of course. Yeah, mm. you're kind of right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, how long have you been making music? I started making music. I, I, I don't have any knowledge in uh, instruments. I don't know how to play guitar. I don't know how to play piano. Or even drums, you know. So I'm, I'm, I just had a fascination for music, and so I just felt amazed when I was younger by the idea to be an artist, you know, to be something that creates, mm-hmm. not just. I always want to create. I always want to to share what I'm what I'm feeling, and most of all, showing that me too I have to say, 
not just by saying, look at me, I'm existing, you know, not just for saying, uh, look, I am something really different, something that needs to exist, but because I feel it is, heart is like religion for me. It is not religion because it is important, but because it is spiritual, something that can transcend the unique people. And creating is making music, drawing, making movies. Uh, I was listening to music and I tell me, why not making music myself? So the first thing you do when you are younger, when you're young, is to go on some software for making music. Very yeah, find some software. free software. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> why not even uh, uh, Club Penguin? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm serious. There, there's a, you can uh, you can DJ uh, on Club Penguin. That's real. It is one of my uh, first uh, musical experience of creation. Was Club Penguin? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> exactly the DJ on there is a disco. For real, for real. Crazy. So, but the old, the old version, because today uh, they they closed the they closed the clubbing. Yeah. That's terrible. But uh, there was an old, an old version from 2009 mm-hmm. and uh, you had to click on some uh, pre-recorded sounds, and it was playing. And I was creating things that that was wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I guess it wasn't bad. Because when I when I was listening to this, I was like, mm, "Yeah, that's cool." Nice. Did you? <laughs> because I'm really I'm really modest. <laughs> did you manage to like export it or save it somehow? What you were working on? Because I, I I was really young. I was oh, really yeah. really young, so I didn't have any. I, I didn't know it was for me recording the music and uh, just recording your the music you were making. Your computer was something no. almost impossible for me. Oh god. But, uh, it was, it was, it well, if there's anyone that worked on Club Penguin on the IT team that can go in and pull a backup of the music, we need that song. We need, we need to hear that. Um, one of the because we're talking about Club Penguin, there was something that also is, and I just remember right now, one of my also one of my first musical experience was uh, an app, an app you can get on, you can uh, you can head on uh, uh, your tablet because I was talking about tablet you know last time before we record yeah um there was uh, an app calling uh, called um music maker jam music maker jam i don't okay. know do you know do you know no uh it is an app that changed a lot because today uh is something you really you, you really have to pay for for using the those devices so it is really not comfortable uh, but when mm-hmm. i was uh yeah, I microsoft bought it it looks like Exactly. Yeah, an app like uh, Mario, Mario Kart 2, you know, <laughs> that you have to pay, you have to pay, you have to pay mm-hmm. if you want to. Because this app, this app is um, based on, you've got like some packs. You have packs of music style. Okay. So you buy $2 uh, rigging pack, you, got, you oh, buy cool. $2 uh, the pack uh, new disco. Yeah. But at the time I was using it, it was in 2014, the moment I really, really started to to, to be uh, connected on YouTube internet. Yeah, I was young. I uh, was uh, young at this moment. Um, the Music Maker Jam um, didn't, wasn't at this moment uh, something you, you should pay for. You have a limited number of um, Back you should get, but they were free. So at the moment, at any moment when you had your four packs downloaded, you could um, uh, delete the application, redownload it, and uh, 
use four new packs. So oh, nice! Uh, <laughs> exactly, like a motor glitch. You know? Yeah. So uh, there were no at this moment there were absolutely no um, Google um, connection. So it was just like one time, three times. So you you connect to the application, you just launch the application, and that's it. You make music, and uh, it was just uh, like almost Club Penguin, but um, pre-recorded sounds on the screen and the music was playing and you can have drums, you can have things. It wasn't real creation because every sound you was you you were using was already created. You didn't decide of the, the BPM of the song. You didn't you didn't decide of the, the moment the drums were going to to appear, you know. You just had the possibility to to uh, open or close the song, you know, the volume the volume of the instrument. But you had this possibility to like a timeline on you know on FL Studio, mm-hmm. and you had the drums, you had the chords, you had the the pad, and this for like uh, fifteen different styles of music. So it was really interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It was a, probably a great uh, learning experience for you, right? Exactly. Exactly. When you are or you want to create music, it is a good experience, and that's the, the first time I, I had a contact with the music musical creation but something that was you know it's uh, evolutive you can't you start from club penguin music maker jam and also with yours you you come to new devices and new uh well, music maker jam was <coughs> was really good and um today it's different so people's uh only people that use this application in 2014 will understand what i'm saying but yeah. um it, it, it was it, it was great yeah it was great there's uh, a whole generation of people uh, that exactly, uh, exactly. that got to learn from the amazing application <laughs> back in 2014, and now no one will ever get to learn how to do it like that again. Of course, it's not the same because yeah. world is changing, and the application too. Mm-hmm. I always hated to to see um, the um, the game or the the application I love changing. I, I don't like uh, this, no, but the mise à jour. I don't know the word in English. I'm just going to find it. Yeah, look uh, it up. You know when they're making new 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 things, they're adding new 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 elements to a game, for example. Oh yeah, it happens all the time in games. That's my biggest problem with games right now because every game you download from the internet and then they patch it constantly. I want to go back to Super Nintendo or like the old console days where the game that shipped was the game that you got and it never changed. Of course, yes. This is why. Uh, with uh, retro gaming is also something uh, interesting, you know, mm-hmm. because you don't have all those devices of the all of those problematics, like even um, DLC. I don't know. Yeah. You understand yeah. DLC? Yeah, yeah, DLC. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if it's a French word or an English word. I don't know. It's downloadable uh, but, uh, content. I guess it was a French word. You know? No, DLC. <laughs> so not, downloadable content. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Retro gaming and uh, even Nintendo DS uh, is giving is absolutely out of this system. So mm. you buy a game and that's it. You have the game. You don't have to to wait for mm-hmm. three months or to pay ten euros, ten dollars for for a character or or something. You know, something stupid. The worst is when they need you to pay in order to finish the story. I remember that was the moment that I said, "Okay, fuck this." Exactly. Pardon, pardon my language. Really? Was uh, it was Mass Effect? <laughs> that's not. A, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. When, the word I was looking for it was update. Just update. You no. Know? Yeah, update. Yeah, yeah. 
it is so so stupid because I was knowing this name too. So <laughs> I just found a word I was already knowing. Yeah, no but, worries. Uh, an update. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when Mass Effect came out, I think it was Mass Effect two or was it three anyway bioware made it so that in order to pay for the full ending or in order to experience the full ending about the proteids similar story with um with, there's a similar story with a story with uh, the um uh ea ea are the master oh, of the fuck, dlc fuck ea i, I had this almost, in the, almost the same with nintendo uh they're real uh, i won't say this word but uh, oh my god! Yeah. Well, Nintendo <laughs> and, uh, games never go on sale. That's a problem I have with Nintendo games; they're always full Nintendo, price. Nintendo are very, very terrible on the um, the game they're developing on tablets. For example, they always want you to pay. They're creating games. They're making uh, some hype around their games, and they 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 want you to pay. I saw, for example, for Mario Kart Two. You know, they. I saw a tweet that saying that they were going to make the um, uh, you know playing with your friends for like ten ten dollars the month every month for just playing with your friends. So what? I, can, I, I, I just only I guess I don't know if it's actually um, I guess they're just developing mm. this this uh, device. But uh, yeah, well, they definitely don't understand um, multiplayer player yes this is what i was yeah talking but um internet-based multiplayer yeah you know me and my friends when we just saw this afternoon like like three hours before we were recording when we saw this we were like oh my god wait and uh, i was talking to you about uh hey they were making a, a game about uh you know star wars the star wars battlefront oh yeah um you had to pay like uh 18 dollars for the the Dak Vedder character. Yeah, uh, they they had the most uh, Reddit post on the all the Reddit history for the this. Really? Yeah, yeah, of course. I saw this. They put a Reddit post saying that uh, if you want to unlock the uh, character of Dak Vedder, you had to pay eighteen euro, eighty no eighty euros, eighty dollars. I don't. That's the same for me. Dollars, euro. You know what I mean? Yeah, euros <laughs> so, are more. They're worth more, I think. But yeah, that, I, I that, that is not the same. In fact, that's not the same. But we speaking English so I'm using the most dollars <laughs> so I'm just like uh, yeah. Mr. Worldwide worldwide so yeah <laughs> um, and they, they just say that if you want to understand what is it to be uh, what is it to have the, the real force to what is it to, like to it. be the, to, 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 to feel the real achievement you had to pay uh, 18, 18, 80 dollars so they yeah. was absolutely stupid making money for making money so that's not not possible mm-hmm yeah, stop buying DLC, kids. You're ruining it of for everybody. Because <laughs> these companies just say, oh, look, people are buying it. It must be a good recipe. Let's put more money into it and make Call of Duty 14, you know? Revolution is right. You can do whatever you want. You have to be heard by the <laughs> yeah. by the people that struggling you, you know, with money or just like that. <laughs> That's a great, great quote. The revolution is right. <laughs> I like that. My God, <laughs> that's terrible. So <clears throat> let's take it back to music a little bit. When <laughs> when did you discover vaporwave? Sometimes I'm always thinking about this question because I don't really remember the day I discovered vaporwave. No, I know here. when it was the the, the 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 moment of my life. It was between 2000. 
uh, it was in 2016. That's that's sure, absolutely sure. 2016. Mm. Uh, and when I remember uh, my 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 be- my begin in 2016, and I see today, I'm like, oh wow, uh, oh my god, that's not the question. <laughs> so. Um, I, I discovered Vaporwave with the YouTube recommendation tool. That's it. Oh. Uh, I was listening before before listening to Vaporwave. I was listening to um, an artist, Come Trues. I was listening to Come Trues uh, because uh, that's not the same. You know, do you know Come Trues? Yeah, synthwave outrun. Of course, exactly synthwave, synth pop, things like that. Um, new, new yeah. synth. It's great stuff. I really have. Cool. I'm looking at his cassettes right now. I have three of them. That's really, really, really cool what he did. And uh, also other artists, like for example, uh, airliner, airliner. That is almost the same genre. So the the, the new generation of eighty pop, eighties pop, and um, those uh, two universe, vaporwave and synthwave but the original synthwave because there is a synthwave that want to be a bit um, modern to the others you know so um, the universe of Comtrues and Airliner are not that much far not that much far from what is Vaporwave so in my recommendation my recommendation in YouTube I had the famous um, pink cover of uh, Floral Shop. Macintosh Plus Flower yeah. Shop exactly and I just I don't know in, in, that is what I can remember is, is did, do, did I just clicked on uh, Flower Shop uh, YouTube uh, video by mistake or was it because I was interested in I just clicked mm-hmm. and the first thing that's I, a great question eh what pulled you in exactly and at the moment I just remember that when I listened I got a uh, special memories of the moment my first listening of Floral Shop. This is something I remember. The first time I listened to Floral Shop, so not the the not the track uh, Lisa Frank uh, 420. I'm just talking about the video of the full album. So with the all the tracks, um, my first impression of Vaporwave is a bit amazing, but I wasn't I was not into the mood. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Vaporwave. The first time I listened to it, I was like, okay, well not okay. <laughs> I don't understand um, because the first <laughs> track of uh, Flower Shop is a uh, tall baby, you know, mm-hmm. it is a uh, breakfast. Uh, I don't remember. So um, I just, uh, I just listened to this and uh, it really, really made me love Vaporwave and then put me to the mood for 200% was the, the not uh, Lisa Frank 420, but uh, the, the, the third, no, the, the, the track number three. That's a great that song. Is, uh, that's the best song on the record, if, I think. I mean, my, my favorite song of Macintosh Plus, the the one that is sampled from Pages, If I Saw You Again. It's a bit hard to, for me to do this with my voice, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? A couple of cover of uh, Macintosh Plus, something that people should try to do in their life on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but uh, I really love, there is a clip from El Famoso Demon YouTube, uh, that is for me a classic, and um, I made uh, my first Vaporwave album uh, when I was in my first Vaporwave album, that is, uh, 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 oh oh my god, DPM, of course, yeah, DPM. DPM, yeah. DPM, my first album, uh, that the cover got some similarities with uh, Photoshop, but I won't say that uh, I just, (laughs) I was in the mood at this moment, so... Um, the statue of Mark Aurelius and mm-hmm. 
the cross, the symbol that I was using at the beginning of uh, my musical creation that I stopped mm-hmm. to use. Um, and uh, I made DPM when I was on travel to Barcelona in Spain. So, like, what? Well, why you're on the bus? It, uh, I didn't understand. The quality was bad at the moment you talk. Oh, sorry. Like while you were while you were traveling there, like on the bus or train. Oh, well, just um, I was just I just spent like one week in Barcelona, in Spain. I just visited the place. Oh, with okay. With the sun, with I the, see. there's a lot of um, cool places, modern places, especially the the mall. There's a mall in Barcelona close to to the sea. No, to the uh, yeah. No, not the sea, to the um, sea. That is the Mary Magna in Barcelona. Okay. And uh, this place is a real most soft place. Mm-hmm. Real estate. And a shout out to all the Spanish people coming from Barcelona that, <laughs> that uh, listen to, to this. But um, it is a very good place. Yeah. Some vaporwave events could, should, uh, should be created mm-hmm. uh, for this place because it is uh, the, the real mall. Malls that uh, I, I can see. Most like this in France, for example, because uh, uh, that's not the same. In France, the, the culture of mold is not uh, um, the same as in USA or, or in other countries. Yeah. But, um, so is it... We don't have... Exactly. Is it have to do with what the mall is made of, like physically, the, or the colors, or the atmosphere? Because the um, global architecture of the the mall I'm talking about so Mary Magnum in Barcelona mm-hmm. is what a great mall for example the, the almost like the architecture of Pan Mall from uh, the cover of uh, Cat System Call yeah so there is you know glasses you know there's some um, some windows no not windows for for the light you know windows like uh, black no you know um, like walls of windows you know some futuristic uh, architecture. And the yeah. plants that are using in those uh, places are actually uh, nice plants, you know, nice, uh, nice, nice things. Because here in France, we using it's almost like uh, a bad copy of what a mold is supposed to be. Oh, I got yeah. a mold, uh, so it's just um, they took a recipe. It is, not a, it is not a place that that can express really what it is aesthetism in France. Uh, I, I don't know the the old uh, malls, the older malls of France, you know, but the the ones I had the chance to to go, even in Paris, are not that much uh, mm-hmm. beautiful. That's that's my opinion. Even mm-hmm. Somme, for example, in the standard of Paris, of course, they're not bad, but nice. So you got Grand some Magnum of your cool, yeah. your mall soft inspiration from that mall in Barcelona. Exactly, exactly, because uh, mall soft. We're talking about Mosoft. Um, there's two types of Mosoft. There is the electronic, futuristic Mosoft, and there is the classic jazz Mosoft. Mm-hmm. My my most famous work is uh, 1988, uh, with Japanese name, um, with the famous cover with this skeleton like this. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is classic Mosoft. This is what I call classic Mosoft. So jazz, so uh, soul of the 70s, uh, slowing down. Uh, for example, Culture, another French artist that stopped to make music, is making, like at System Corp, uh, what I call a futuristic Mosoft, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's more electronic. There's uh, utilization of uh, added instruments, you know, virtual instruments. So FL Studio, Ableton, stuff like this. So yeah. 
not in relation with what I'm making me. So mm. a song, I'm not using instruments. I'm just using effects like reverberation, yeah. like reverb, like um, no, delay DSTs. on the instrument. Exactly. So that's not the same. That's, that is not the same. Interesting. So you went to Barcelona, you wrote that album, and then what? You're like, okay, hey, I'm going to make, did you have your Bandcamp page up already? You know, what, what happened after all that? Uh, I created my Bandcamp page in June 2016, and my travel to Barcelona was in May 2016, so it was after. Okay, so you put the album up, and then how long after that? First of all, what was the reception of the album? You know, did you share it with people, or did you just upload it and say, okay, on to the next one? It was until the next one, because I, I, I didn't want to, to share this album with my friend, because he was... Uh, a very special, you know, vaporwave is a very special mood, and especially this kind of vaporwave I made in DPM, uh, it wasn't like the, um, the, the classic vaporwave you can imagine. It was something really special. For example, you know, even people when they're talking about vaporwave, um, don't think about Macintosh Plus, or they're thinking about uh, a, a graphic style, you know, about aesthetism, but musically, vaporwave is something very experimental, so it is hard to share it was hard for me to share DPM. You know, mm. there were there were some sonorities very special, very yeah. sometimes harsh. So, uh, and also because I don't like to sh- to to share my music and say, "Oh, look, I'm making music. Please leave a like. Please leave a comment." I, I absolutely hate this because it. Uh, I don't feel like uh, my music is really appreciated. I feel like I almost obligate my friends or people I. Uh, I Obligated people to to give me what mm-hmm. I want, so that almost like a rape, you know, and that's terrible, but <laughs> almost like I know what you mean. That's really cool to see because knowing that now mm-hmm. and looking at all your albums, I can say, wow, this music that's appreciated by so many people was found, for the most part, by those people by themselves, and it makes it more special for them. And then look at. You know, look at your success now. Like a lot of people know your albums, a lot of people know your names, and they the albums last. You know, they're not. I've said this before on a different podcast. They're not just a gimmick that you're making because you know that it's going to be successful because of the recipe. You're saying I want to make this music because, and I actually said this to Cat Corp just in the previous mm-hmm. episode because that's what you're feeling at the time. And you know you're not saying, "Hey, buy my album, check out my album," and you didn't do that with every single one of your albums. So it's a great. I never did this. I never did this. Yeah. I never don't because, I, I, like I said, I don't. I don't like this idea. I don't want when you're making music, um, you want to share something. You can. You can. You can. You can't force people to to feel what you're feeling. You know, mm-hmm. an album is something you discover. Um, but you were talking about the. Um, uh, what I did with DPM, uh, yeah. my first album, uh, I uploaded a video on YouTube with this album using like uh, with another cover from the one on Bandcamp. I don't remember why I did this, but that's it. So um, <laughs> I just uploaded the, all the tracks and had, and I guess that's also why this album uh, had a, a success because I put free, royalty free vaporwave, you know and album DPM that is a Jays. So most of people and even today, like four years almost four years after the, the the uploading of this the upload of this album, people keep using the tracks from DPM. 
like for example the, the first free track for, for example uh, Erasm the song that was in DPM was using in the in by YouTube channel that today got like I guess one one million uh, subscribers for in the video that have been so seen two thousand two million five wow what what channel so you have to find it is a video a YouTube video like a top five of uh, about you know um, I, don't, I don't know how to talk to to explain this because it was hard that's okay can you can you link it to me I'll put it in the description of the episode uh, mm-hmm. I can just find it on YouTube right now yeah just give me ten seconds take your <laughs> time. Yeah, I just wanted wanted to add a little bit more to what you were saying before about your albums and how you don't solicit likes or subscribes or comments or retweets. And so the the Bandcamp is a great example of music that people mm-hmm. like enough to show that it's successful. Like everybody through all of these records liked it enough for you to be able to make the next album and have people listen to that and sort of build a following on their just liking of the music instead of what we see a lot is people will follow artists who are popular or who are out there in the scene a lot, who are doing a lot socially. Maybe they're doing um, a comp or they're doing some charity thing, which is a a different way of going about it. It's fine. But it's cool to see this in that at no point did you ever solicit anyone to try and listen to it. So that's cool. Uh, do you mean that people um, love your music by listening to the whole thing you give them? Yeah. They're not being told oh, to yeah. love it. They're not, they don't like it because other people like it too. It's like, <laughs> oh, if my friend likes it, I have to listen to it also. It's like, No. Just listen to the music, and if you like it, mm. then you know that this music is for you. End of story. <laughs> so um, we were talking uh, just about the uh, the fact that my discography was really different. On every every album is different from the the other one, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit risky because at at the moment your discography is absolutely different from. Uh, uh, an album to another, so it it can be um, different for people to figure out if they likes your you as an artist or not. Because right. ima- imagine you're an absolute fan of Mozart, and the only thing you want for for vaporwave is Mozart. You will see my 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 discography. You will see that I made um, three album of Mozart, and the rest is not Mozart. Mm-hmm. No? And imagine you're a fan of classic, classic uh, vaporwave. You will see that I made five uh, albums of classic vaporwave, and the rest is not. Mm-hmm. So that's also something that's a bit hard for me. Is when I that was hard for me because today I really don't care because I I won't say that I I'm uploading less than the past years. Yeah. But uh, there was a moment when I, I was. I was seeing that there was difference between the different style I was making. You know, sometimes you're making an album of uh, one type of vaporwave. People likes likes it a lot. You see, people giving money, even people giving uh, money for gift. And one day you make another style, and there's there is less um, uh, less uh, less downloads. Are giving less downloads. I, I never I never been interested by the number of downloads, but. Um, for me, the greatest thing on Bandcamp is for real the comments you can you can have on an album. 
you know, when you, you see something really, really, really raw. I don't know how to pronounce this. Mm. <laughs> raw. Honest? Something really honest. Something really difficult to have, finally. Mm. To have comments on your fa- on your album uh, in Bandcamp. You know, you mm-hmm. can have comments on the album. When you download the album, you have your collection, and uh, it asks you the Bandcamp, when you're on your uh, Bandcamp uh, uh, profile um, as a listener. You have the, all the albums you, you buy, you bought, and um, you can explain what you love this album. And this is something that not everybody do this. So when you see on your album, there some someone took the time to add a comment on why he loved this album. It's a, a real, real pleasure for me. It is always a pleasure. Oh wow! I never. I have never thought about that once because I buy a lot of albums, thousands, and I don't. People are forgetting to put comments, and that's that's. I for I never I I never comment very rarely. Like maybe I've done five comments. Maybe I should do more now that I'm hearing you say this because I'm not. I've never thought about what is the perception of the artist that sees my comment. Uh. I never it think about it. Absolutely that way. amazing because uh, for me, having a comment on your album is something, like I said, really raw, it's really, really difficult, you know, to, to see. Uh, not difficult, that's not a good word, but the right word, but um, it, like, it is like a, an, an, appreciation, an appreciation very important of your album. Mm-hmm. That's not just, I love the album, you know, there's almost like uh, just, you see, um, it's, Evolutive. I don't know if you can see, but there's. I like the album, so I download it. I like the album. No, I like the album, so I listen. I listened it. I like the album, so I download it. I like the album, so I give money. I like the album, I give money, and I put a comment. You know that much. At the moment, you have a comment. It is amazing because the cycle has been completed. Exactly. So the 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 the, the person that bought the album, that bought the album, loved it and explained why because you you feel like your job is achieved you know when i'm making a most of the album and people see and people are saying this album reminds me of um so many things like i, I can feel the, the music this is amazing you know and uh, for real a comment is uh, something that too much uh, too much um forget forgetting forget it in uh, in band camp and it's terrible for me mm-hmm. and for other houses i guess yeah no, thanks for saying that. I'm going to leverage the comment system on Bandcamp more. <laughs> thanks and, so much. And yeah, like you were saying, it is hard, I can imagine, for you to have all your albums on the page and have a listener come in and say, okay, I, I like this previous record. I'm going to hear the next one now. And they're probably going to expect something similar. So if you go from you know, 1988 to music for something else, that's a very exactly, yeah. ambient, different, slow, different, yeah. droney, drawn-out album. It's a great album, too. But uh, uh, mm-hmm. I, I can imagine what you're thinking about when putting that on the Bandcamp page. And I want to say, you know, a lot of people would just make a new alias, and they have five different aliases, and they put, yeah, of course, make yeah. specific mm-hmm. music for the specific aliases. Just so, George Clinton, for example. Yeah, of course. Exactly. George Clinton. Mm-hmm. So why why uh, I'm using Zeddy's Jays Prime? And you're you haven't done that uh, right. necessarily, so and, and you've you pulled through. You know it must have been very challenging and very um, difficult at times. And so I just want to say thanks for that. 
It's just kept, yeah, exotic the J's for, um, I, I have alias, you know, when I made, um, when I made um, house music, it was grand jazz. And when I made uh, my last album, uh, Swimming Pool, uh, is under the alias of um, Jazz Telecom nine one one or nine one one Jazz Telecom. I don't remember. Mm. I got about memories of my own. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely terrible. But um, I, it's also problematic, you know, when you have too much alias. I didn't. I didn't uh, ask me this question before you told me right now. Um, it is necessary to have an alias or. I never wanted to have an alias for every kind of music I was mm-hmm. making. I, I don't want to be Zadig the Jays for the classic vaporwave, to be a Jasper Nanani for uh, for VHS wave, to be a most of jazz for most of music. Mm-hmm. Um, also because it is, I guess, hard, you know, to... That's not hard, but I, I want people to just say that, okay, this is Zadig the Jays. Okay, no problem. That's it. Yeah, and I'm using Helias for just one album. I just yeah use Helias for one or two albums. So, in general, albums that are not, um, I, I don't accept those albums to be classics. You know, important just things I made like that. And this is uh, not just Telecom. This is Grand Jazz. That's it, because it is easier for me. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about your album? I think the translation is Merciful. It says Holy Father. Oh. On the front, exactly. Yeah, uh, that uh, album is uh, is very interesting. In French, okay. It's like classical music samples and orchestral music oh, cool. samples, and it, it makes me feel like it's a, a sort of gospel Christian, almost uh, orthodox the, Russian orthodox gospel for the majority for the for yeah, the first tracks. Yeah, it is between Greek orthodox and Russian orthodox music. Mm-hmm. Plus the end, and the end is more. Um, experimental and almost classic vaporwave yeah but one of my one of my favorites album i, I made because he had a lot of uh, return uh with 1988 uh this album is one of my most appreciated because it is different it is different from what i had the chance to do and it is also this album um uh, Holy Father, because that's how I call it, because I don't speak Japanese, so I don't even remember the pronunciation of the name in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, this album, Holy Father, was my first uh, collaboration with uh, the French label Elemental uh, 95. Yeah. That is a good, a very good, uh, very good label. Yeah. With great, uh, great uh, sound on it. Their uh, CAT System Corp worked with Elemental uh, 95, so... I was working with like a great and uh, you know an important uh, label because mm-hmm. uh, before before this I was working with uh, the empty tapes that I salute very very clearly because I really like uh, the empty tapes um, this label or for example I was also working with Sunset Grid so it was more like you know um, that that's not the same the same thing you know for no that's not the same I, I'm not saying that he's bad of course not he's not bad. It's just not the same purpose, you know, for the your album. Mm-hmm. It's just Sunset Grid and the empty tapes. That the empty tapes. It's just for sharing your music, you know. Yeah. You've got your album. You share it. You want to be a part of the vaporwave, vaporwave community. The empty tapes leaves more place to the artistic, more artistic creation, with more reflection sometimes. So right. experimental even. So, yeah. And... Um, um, Elemental forty five nine nine ninety five. Excuse me. Elemental ninety five is um, 
uh, experimental plus artistic feelings and I guess I really love him and I'm friends with the uh, the guy that run this uh, this album Mael Gilabert que je salue très fort friend guy from Toulouse so yeah big love yeah. much respect are they still Elemental 95 they're not making records anymore are they? Uh, I had the chance to upload uh, an album with them uh, no, no, not with them, but I, I uploaded an album last time with uh, Elemental 95 uh, with, uh, under the name of, uh, um, no, the album was Montréal Televisualisation uh, et Libéralisme, Indépendance, mm. with um, my, uh, one of, uh, another of my French uh, homies on Vaporwave, that is uh, Tinuka, not famous, that's terrible, he's not famous, but today he stopped making Vaporwave, but... Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that was of, back in April this year. Right. Exactly. Quebec Indépendantiste depuis la France. That's the name of the, the group we made uh, each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quebec Indépendantiste depuis la France. And I walked with. Uh, we uploaded this album on. Uh, oh my God! On, I need uh, to. I need to close my door. On the cops. Dan oh Mason's. These cops. One second. Oh God. <laughs> Dan you know this. this me, oh. Oh my God. Those kind of sounds are so much uh, North American. This, this is the, the kind of sound people should pay to to listen because the sirens of cars are very, 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 very different. They're so only. They're so unique, you know. So mm. that, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. When you listen to this, you like. My, my uncle once uh, went to New York and he, he told me that the moment he saw um, firefighter firefighter truck. Uh, passing the the street he was like wow oh my god you know just it was just uh, he was blown the simple away thing. We, we are so in France and Europe um, I won't say brainwashed brainwashed because that's not a great word and it's had to be pejorative but uh, we are so the, the North American culture is so um, to explain this but that's something you know very different from our culture from in France and when we saw something, when you see something that you saw like all of your life in movies and you, you see it in real, you're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. it exists. Yeah. Like almost the same, I guess, for American people that coming for are coming in Paris, you know, visiting Paris. Exactly. It felt, it felt tower. You're like, oh my God. And me as a French, as a French person, I can tell you that when I see Eiffel Tower, I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's, that's, that's nice. But, oh man. Yeah, I don't seriously, uh, you know, there's so many towers in the Eiffel Tower. So, mm. if you want to go in Paris, please don't go only to Eiffel Tower. You can visit this place because that's cool, but also go in the other uh, neighborhoods of Paris because there are so many nice places right here, yeah. and nobody is going to to be to be bad with you because people are also cool in Paris. Mm-hmm. We're not very nice because we we don't smile a lot, but <laughs> we are cool. <laughs> of course, we are cool. Do you have to know uh, French to feel confident traveling in Paris? Um, ah, that's a nice question. Because uh, every people that I know that went to USA... Because you can feel embarrassed if you don't know the language, right? Went to USA told me that American or Canadian foreigners are very cool to people that do not speak very good their language. But the fact is, as we said, um, English is very important today, so... Almost everybody is speaking English just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, if you don't speak, um, the reality is that 
if you speak English to a French person in Paris, the reality is terrible, but he's going to understand what you say to him. You know, just take your time. Don't don't talk with, don't speak with a, a big accent. Don't talk like, hey, excuse me, can I have him? You know, he <laughs> <laughs> won't understand. So just excuse me, uh, how can I go to this place, this place, this place? Nice he's going to exactly or you can if you speak a bit of french you can speak french and we're going to find this very cute like bonjour où pourrais-je aller dans cette place je voudrais that's always funny and that's always cute for her so mm-hmm. don't speak spanish for example that's useless <laughs> <laughs> hola quiero ir a <laughs> even though they sound sort of similar yeah in spanish yeah well, like they're uh, no, oh, no. they're built that's sort of the same. same. Like they're written no, similarly. That's because that's syntax. because English. That's because English is a German language plus Germano and um, Nordic language. So there's mm-hmm. many influences in French with Italian, Spanish, and almost Portuguese uh, coming from Latin language yeah. from the south of Europe. Um, between the between North Africa and uh, the east of of the world so the half of yeah. Europe excuse me so, so mm-hmm. it's not the same but a French a French person and a Spanish person don't have the same way to pronounce word I'm learning no. Spanish today in school since like uh, six years ago so yeah. I can tell you that when when you're speaking with the Spanish accent and the French accent that's not the same no <laughs> la gente de España habla muy muy rápido na 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 y en francés bon en francés parle comme ça voilà. c'est, c'est difficile that's not the same, you know. Oh, it's yeah. like saying that a German and a Russian a Russian person, uh, all the both of them got the same accent. Yeah, it's, it's, it can sound similar, but that's not the same. Mm-hmm. No, I read, yeah. And we were talking about vaporwave at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're just they're written similarly. That's not a problem. I, I like to talk a lot. I like to talk a lot. That's it. No, no problem. We love it. So I like it. You're, you know, you've decided to make that first record just to take it back to the the story again and then when did you decide okay i need to make more music and more experiment with more sounds and come up with different themes for different albums so you have your vintage is everything album that's one of my favorites love that record thank you so much oh for sure man thank you for making it and then we've got Soft World, Ocean Wave, just to go over oh, yeah. some of your early, earlier ones. Uh, Mainless. It's amazing because, what, yeah, you know, because those albums, the, the very first album of my discography, anybody talk about it, for real. Any, 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 anyone is talking about it, for real. Those albums are like, even if they do not exist. And in general, um, you can see, you know, behind of them, you know, in Bandcamp, you know the the, the icons. You know you got the squares of the people that support the album. Those people, oh, that, yeah. I know, did did not buy Ocean Wave because Ocean Wave is one of the for me the the example the, the exact example of those albums that nobody talks about. Um, I, I don't have return about Ocean Wave because it, it was the it were one it was one of the old well, yeah an album I made like uh, for in in three days. That's terrible. My my first recall were made really fastly because I, I had the samples and I just wanted to make this. I, I really mm-hmm. made Vaporwave uh, fast. Uh, some of my albums were made in less than one week. Yeah, I see. Really excited about making Vaporwave. Well, it's and interesting I was, that you say uh, that some, because mm-hmm. uh, if you look at your music over the, the years, you can kind of see the journey you took 
as you discovered how to make a, make your own different themes and sounds and stuff, like you kind of took samples and then added some subtle flavor to it to bring the track to life and bring out some of the more beautiful elements already within the tracks. And then later on, we start to see that change a little bit, coming up with your own themes and making your own sort of songs out of samples. It comes with the... Plus you're listening to Vaporwave, plus you got new inspiration, plus you got a new understanding of how other people make Vaporwave. And so you can say, Mm -hmm. I like this, okay, I'm going to... I won't say do the same because it's, you can make you can make music if you do the same thing as someone. But um, for example, you understand that someone is using um, binaural sounds, so I'm going to why not add binaural sounds to my music? You understand that some people are using just at the beginning when I started making most of the the, the the day you understand that some people are using reverb. Reverb, you're like okay, I'm using I've, I will be using reverb because it makes me feel something different. And that's it. And plus you discover music. At the beginning, when you start, when you're starting, you feel like, oh my God, how, how is this possible? How does this guy create this quality of sound? And with years, with time, with months, you understand, you understand the, the softwares, you understand the possibility. And at the end, uh, you, you, finally, you finally see that the, the music you were listening in the past mm-hmm. isn't that... Uh, that much difficult. For example, when I the first time I listened to Ayakon, you know Ayakon, yeah, Ayakon, you know, and he's an early, early uh, vaporwave <laughs> genius. The, the first time I listened to Ayakon, I was like really amazed. Wow, my God, yeah. how do they manage to do this? And today, when I listen to Ayakon, with the knowledge I, I received this time, I don't feel. I won't say I don't feel the same because his music is great. Mm-hmm. He, he making, he's making great music, and I had the chance to 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 upload on his uh, label, Kaiseki Digital. Um, oh, that's his label! Dang, I didn't know that. Kaiseki Digital is yes, that that's Icon, huh? I guess. I'm awesome. Not, uh, I guess that's Icon. Yeah, of course. And um, cool. And uh, so um, that's Icon. No, for sure, that's Icon. And uh, so he, uh, when I, I, today I listen to his music, you know, I, I don't feel. Uh, I understand what tools he's using. I understand what he's making with the software. So that's what I mean. You know, with the time, with time, and with uh, knowledge, you understand how music is made, and so you can decide or not to add those elements to your proper music. Interesting. That that makes me think of something. So, has your appreciation for the music changed? as you've discovered more about how these people make it and the little secrets that they have to make the specific sounds that they do. So like, that's a, such an interesting thing to think about. Like the more you learn, the less you can use, the more you can use, but also the less profound, maybe a a listening experience might be because you can pick it apart. It's like magic. It's like magic. You know, when you understand the, what the magician is doing in front of you. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, it's going to be like, oh my God, that's amazing. And if you know what he's doing, you like, okay, he's doing, uh, his, his hand is in the back of, uh, uh, in his back and yeah. the hand is in his pocket. So you know the tricks. That, that's, yeah, no that's longer, the good word. No tricks. longer magical. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what is your, what is your feeling about that? Do you kind of wish maybe you could go back and experience a lot of the albums you've, discovered in 2019 back when you didn't know how they were made 
Um, oh, I don't understand the question. Excuse me. Uh, that's okay. So let's <laughs> that's, that's let's take all, let's take some of the music you discovered over the past mm -hmm. six months. Any music that you've been okay. listening to over the past six months. If you could go back to 2016 and discover that music, mm -hmm. then do you think you would appreciate it more? Oh, so you want to say if I discovered vaporwave like six months ago? If you discovered the current vaporwave that you're listening to, because six um, back in 2016 when you first listened to these albums, you were mystified, you were blown away. Like, how do these people do it? Now that you understand how everybody does it, is it is the impact the same? Is it just as powerful? Or do you appreciate it less or more? Oh, um, Having the tricks? Uh, I mean, now with my knowledge of music, if I have, oh, okay. if I, if I discovered Bayport now with the musical knowledge I got. Yeah. I don't guess. I don't guess I would be uh, my reaction if I was discovering Vaporwave today. Uh, I don't guess my reaction would be especially different from the, the the one I had in 2016. Because today, even today, I got when I I, I listen to a song, um, the, you know the for, for answering this question, you have to I have to explain that when I'm listening to music and what is making me love music is the is not um, the music in itself, but melody, you know, something in the music, a sound that can literally um, change something. And this is what I had from Vaporwave. And if today I was one more time discovering um, the, the third track from Floral Shop, for example, it would be the same. That's cool. This is mm -hmm. cool. That's it. And today, with knowledge or not, that's the same. Mm -hmm. You have your, I guess that your musical feeling, musical tastes, are um, it's time <coughs> they are in the clearly in inside of yourself in yourself so yeah you can decide of of it so you have sounds that we always that you will always love and prefer to others mm -hmm. so these kind of sounds that coming from um, uh, from floral shop will always um, will always transcend me in a way yeah that's beautiful. Thank you so much. And what is it about Vaporwave that pulls you in? Why do you keep making Vaporwave? Why haven't you went off to um, a different genre, like uh, make house music, for example? I know oh, you like that um, uh, Penelope... The that today I'm also making, yeah. Penelope yeah, Nettles? The, yeah. <laughs> the Matrix Mall? Uh, what is it uh, that you love about uh, that song? How did you first discover that song? Which one? Penelope Nettles, uh, Mall Matrix. Here, let me send it to you. Yeah, yeah. Just, just send me. I can see. I just sent you the clip. I think it's Penelope Nettles. Penelope Nettles. Oh my god, I don't see what is it. On Discord, I sent you the yeah, I see, I see. direct message. Oh, this one. Pen oh my god. Penelope Nettles. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 how do you know? How do you know that I love this song? How do you know this? I thought I was crazy. Oh, you know, I'm very sneaky. Uh, this is for real. One of the for real. That that is one of my most favorite uh, vaporwave song. Mm -hmm. But from the from the the creation of vaporwave with Angel Pleat on go from Chuck uh, Chuck Person. Um, mm. This song is one of my classic because he's. When I was talking about Mary Magnum, so the Mo, uh, this this kind of house electronic music is for real uh, what I can call 
Moldhouse, you know. <laughs> Mars, this is electronic, yeah. this is futuristic. And uh, I, I won't, you were talking last time about the why I didn't want to leave Vaporwave or why I didn't want to 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 change mm-hmm. to pass to another genre. For me, um, that's the same. Passing to another genre to making a different album. You know, I always I already make uh, vapor trap music, so I am I am changing the, the styles making. I already making make uh, lofty music, for example. So I am changing. I'm changing my style. I just like I said, um, I'm less productive in vaporwave because I, I just released, for example, for the, the year 2018, like four albums when I was to ten albums in 2017. <laughs> so that just um, I'm just taking my time. I'm just making what I want. Uh, I got some days I, I love one type of music, and some days I want to create one type of music, and. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, making less vaporwave music won't say for me that I will stop making vaporwave music. Okay, no, that's that's nice to know. And I guess vaporwave is the perfect genre for you, then, isn't it? Because you you kind oh, of yes. you do get to make different types of music, but still call it vaporwave. You know what I mean? Even if you mm-hmm. wanted to explore a new genre, you could still keep it under the vaporwave umbrella. So that's really nice. Not only because vaporwave will be, um, for sure, a, a part of my life, of my musical life. Mm-hmm. So I won't say that I will still making, giving 100% of my time to vaporwave when I, when I, in, for example, 10 years or five years. I want to also try new things. For example, uh, I talk about of music. Why not making of music? But um, I, I don't want people if I stop making people music to, to, to guess that I, I don't give a fuck anymore or just um, just uh, like uh, vaporwave is uh, yeah I don't want people to guess that vaporwave yeah is bad if I leave you know mm-hmm. uh, that's it that's it finally yeah I guess you that's a great question we see a lot of people leave the community over the years like you mentioned culture earlier mm-hmm. we have a lot actually infinity frequencies also that is one of my i really love infinity frequencies but uh fun fact fun fact number two mm-hmm. uh he blocked me on twitter i don't know why what <laughs> that, that's that's real that's real he blocked me on twitter oh wow because i guess it's because of political political ideas i guess yeah uh, he's japanese probably he don't like left ideology so yeah maybe <laughs> That's so weird. No, that's not a problem. It's so easy for politics to creep into Vaporwave and creep into Twitter. It's like, get that crap out of here. Politics are, are fine if we have our own thing, but it's like, man, it, people most, are most so people easily like my, offended. Yeah. Most of people don't like my, my political ideas. So oh, yeah. That's not a problem. I don't want people to, to listen to my music if they don't like my ideas. That's, that's it. I don't have a problem. You know, I'm living my life and perfect like this yeah just because you um feel a certain way about life doesn't mean that you can only listen to music from people that 100 percent agree with you exactly like you probably wouldn't you wouldn't find very much music actually if if you lived by that motto (laughs) 
also for me there's some of my albums that you, you have to, to 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 accept my political idea for listening to them for example mm. my most of music is 100% about uh, criticism of capitalism and capitalistic society so mm-hmm. you can you can be like uh, oh my god i love Reagan, i love <laughs> i love all of these culture and uh, in general, for me, if you listen to vaporwave and especially Molsoft, you have to be in a in a reflection, in a, in a yeah, you know, yeah, to ask yourself state. about this, the world. So, um, vaporwave and Molsoft, especially, is a very very um, politic genre. So that's it. And my work, especially because I, I am someone that that is politi- into politics. Mm-hmm. So, you, if you're listening to Zenix the Jays, you have to be. I don't know. I don't, I don't say. I'm not saying you have to be communist or something like that. But you have to. You have to understand almost the idea of capitalism. That's it. Yeah, understand the different perspectives at least. Of course, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. That's really neat too. The way you said vaporwave is political, so it's natural for it is, politics it is. to make its way in there. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, at least, some people think about it that way. You know. Uh, opening up a, a dialogue and a conversation about consumerist attitudes and cultures mm. or, or maybe embracing consumerism like we see with St. Pepsi private caller, for example. Mm-hmm. But there is, there's a difference between, um, I don't know if it's English. I don't know if this sentence is English, but there is a difference between just asking about the society and, really be into criticism of it you know mm-hmm. there's a difference between because some for example the, the vaporwave of uh, luxury elite that i also really really love and uh, being one of my models uh, when i started making music yeah um luxury elite is an exaltation of capitalist society you know yeah and it's it is like almost like um it is almost like uh it's like glorifying and romanticizing putting it on a pedestal in, yeah, that's that's part of this. And as I say, we were talking about luxury elite. There's two kind of uh, perception of capitalism in in the vaporwave. You know, there's the nostalgia uh, of the, the the period of the IT, mm-hmm. and there's the the criticism of this period. Yeah, try to do right. So, what are your th- things that you like to do? Outside of vaporwave, um, hobbies or whatever, listening to music. There were moments when I, I stopped listening to music. Only not, not only, but uh, now I'm listening to music, uh, not thinking about if I could sample hits. I'm starting making, starting listening to music for the pleasure of listening to music, mm-hmm. like for. Uh, Short moment. It wasn't for the. I'm not saying that it was for the the five past years, but uh, yeah. there were moments, uh, a short moment of almost three months when I was only listening to music. For sample, sample, sample. Music is music equal sample. I stopped. Now I'm I'm listening to music for my pleasure because music is really important. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sometimes thinking about samples, but um, for different. For different category, you know, I, I like the fact that on YouTube, because I'm having a lot of time on YouTube, uh, you can create playlists, and I like to create playlists for um, different type of samples. I create playlists for why not trap samples, vapor trap samples uh, for 
Lofi music samples mm-hmm. for vaporware directly, things like that. I, I like also to create playlists for trap instrumental that I like because I, I would like to make to make rap music. I like to write to write write text. Yeah. So lyrics and the the, the major party major part of uh, of my of my of my of my life days to mm-hmm. to have time with my friends to to hang out to leave um, to do some some stuff because um, something I, I never I never said before is that when I started making music in 2016 um, I was something really really different I was younger I was uh, I didn't had that much friend I was in relationship with a girl. It was really special because um, a bit hard for me. So um, today I am something really different. Mm-hmm. The the people um, vaporwave is for me something you you can share a lot. You know, there this is not a living style at the every day of your life. Yeah, that's a bit terrible. But vaporwave is something that you can live a bit alone or with at maximum two or three of your friends that know this genre, but in general, nobody's going to know Vaporwave. You can uh, understand Vaporwave because um, that's that's rare. You know, that's that's, yeah. that's really difficult to find people that really know to Vaporwave. So um, when you say uh, to someone, I like Vaporwave, he's going to, if he knows Vaporwave, he's going to know um, Macintosh Plus and that's it, and Pepsi at the maximum, you know. He's going yeah. to know the, the classic, classic Vaporwave style. Or even sometimes you're listening to Vaporwave and they don't know what it is. So you, I know some people that already listen to Luxury Elite, to uh, to um, Infinity Frequencies, but can't point name. And is, is it, when you tell them, when you listening to them, this is Vaporwave, they, 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 they feel like, oh, I didn't know. So <coughs> mm-hmm. that's hard. And I was, as I said, younger. I was, I didn't have that much friends. And today, um, I, I don't like today. I have a lot of friends, but I have I, I know myself better, and I feel better. Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, when you hang out with friends, when you have, I have a new girlfriend, I have a new girlfriend, and um, it's cool. It's pretty cool. And uh, today, no, a lot of I won't say that I know a lot of people, but vaporwave is not the the main style I'm thinking about. Life that was my people. next question. Yeah, that was my question. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I still, I still got pleasure to make Vapor. Sometimes I'm, uh, I'm uh, on my computer and I'm like, this is cool. And I have actually in my draft in Bandcamp an album that should uh, be that I will try to send to a label in a few weeks. I have uh, an experimental album that I will try to uh, a few months. Nice. This year's. This year, this year, not in 2019 because it's almost the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. Not at uh, the really, really end of 2019, but um, I'm I'm about to release something, yeah, uh, for early 2019, awesome. 2020. Awesome, awesome. To go back to your friends a little bit, there you mentioned you like to go and do stuff with your friends when you can, when you're not, um, you know enjoying music as a hobby but also working at the same time which is what it sounds like you're always doing so what are those things that you like to do with your friends you do you go and drive do you go shopping do you go and do archery <laughs> what, what do you do something that i discovered with with time uh, is that um you can when you when you grew up you know your friends became 
uh, you and your friend, you became, you, you can start to talk about more uh, intellectual questions. You're not like just friend for, because you go to the home of uh, uh, your friend and you play it to uh, FIFA 19, you know what I mean? Mm. You know, only playing video games. So you start sometimes asking more questions about life, about politics, about world, about more questions. Uh, and this is what I have experienced and what I am experiencing every day of my life. And so um, it helps also for an artistical question. Most of, most of the time I am with my friends. I'm just having good time and this good time is an inspiration. I'm not just like, okay, this is cool, this is cool. No, I'm asking questions about myself. And this is this this spirit of um, of coolness is a real inspiration for creating not only music but a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Coolness. Yes. Is it is it English? <laughs> <laughs> I I read you. I understand. I don't know what we would... This is not English, of course, definitely. I don't know what we would say, but that, that works. What are some of your favorite Vaporwave albums and releases throughout oh. the years? Not ones that you made. Uh, I'm not pretentious. I won't say mine. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh my God, this is... Uh, you, can't, you can't do this. Or if someone asks you what you like and you say you, your, your, your proper work, oh my God, no... Oh no, that's not possible. I really, really love um, Old Shop from Macintosh Plus. Mm-hmm. Also, one of my favorite album of people is Computer Decay from Computer Decay from uh, Infinity Frequencies. I really, really love Infinity Frequencies, and uh, if you listen to, to us right now, I just want uh, to to tell you, man, your your work is amazing for real. It's great. Oh, I sorry, I didn't realize he had. Oh, he's got three computer something albums. This album is absolutely amazing. He's, this, this album is amazing because just the cover is for me a piece of art. You know, those three statues are... Very lo-fi. And uh, Computer Death is also very good, but uh, I do prefer Computer Decay. Okay, let me check this out. I don't know this record. It's amazing. Uh, I have uh, Shrines. Their album, the, the, the album Shrines, um, it was put out by Infinity Pool. Let me check. That's a good record. I, I don't know all of their work, though. But shout out to you, Infinity Frequencies, if you're le- listening. Um, check out him. Check out his band camp, everybody. And yeah, I'll check out this album, Computer Decay. Cool. He's amazing. Of course he's amazing. Very cool. Thank you. What else you got? Uh, Luxury Elite. Luxury Elite made... Some good records. I, I didn't like that's. Um, I didn't like his last record. You know, with the the, the last last album of Luxury Reality. I didn't like it. Uh, it was too much. Um, I don't know. I wasn't into the mood when I listened to it. So yeah, same here. Actually, the single came out, and I was like, "Holy crap!" That was like I don't know a year ago, maybe. I couldn't believe a single came out. I was like, "What in the f- holy crap? This is amazing times." But I didn't really like it that much. And then the album came out, Prism. It's a nice album, but I, I think I'm with you. The mood is not is a little different. It, it, it is too much um, like um, Vaporwave, sitcom Vaporwave, you know? Like uh, just, um, it, it wasn't. Because one of my favorites also Vaporwave album is the, the featuring between Luxury Elite and um, St. Pepsi, uh, Late Night Delight. Mm-hmm. One of the of my class, classic Vaporwave album, almost as good as um, Flower Shop, even if it's different. So, 
but um, very very yeah. good album for real. Um, don't like that much Blank Banshee. I don't really like Blank Banshee. Same. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate a lot of the sounds he comes up with. But uh, to listen to a whole the whole record, I, I don't know. It's, I, I'm not really into Vapor Trap. That's not my so that's my excuse. Because Vapor Trap is is good. That's not a problem because I really love Vaporer, for example. Yeah. He's amazing. Uh, Mana Pool is for real really fantastic. But I don't consider this as Vaporwave because. Uh, tomorrow you can see Drake, for example, uh, with featuring with with him. So, not mm. the, into the experimental vibes, but right. uh, this album is really cool. I also like Death Dynamic Shrewd, very very mm-hmm. good album. No, not album, but very very good artist. Artist, of course. I don't I don't remember uh, the album they made. Album they made, but Olympics. In general, what they're making is good. It's good. Yeah, I, I don't really remember one album in particular, but. They're, they're they're making really good music. Virtual oh, sure, sure. experience is good, yeah. yeah. This one is good. And the content one of my a song I really love that is all the way. All the way from the Dynamic Shoot is my my favorite song that they made. Mm-hmm. I found an interesting uh post on Reddit like earlier this week. It was a Death's Dynamic Shroud flow chart. Mm-hmm. And uh, the so you start at the top with the the live album, live in Japan. Mm-hmm. And then you can go to the left, and then you get that that one sense of sound, you know, like the "I'll try living like this" kind of stuff, the more experimental. And then on the right side, it has the other version of Death's Dynamic Shroud, and mm-hmm. it's just nice to see how all the albums are connected, and you can take elements from one album and see them in another album, but they have other elements with them. Yeah, it was a really cool flowchart. I'll try and link that in the description if you're a fan of DDS. There's a band. There's the, there there. The, he's not one guy. They're free. There are three yeah. guys. There they are free. So yeah, this dynamic shoot. This dynamic shoot is really interesting. Should inspire me. Mm-hmm. There's a YouTube channel about vaporwave that is called Vladimir Putin with uh, forty one. Uh, hundreds, uh, oh, oh dang, dude. The channel. He's famous. He's very famous in the Vaporwave community. Dude, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm looking at some of the t-shirt, t-shirts on Redbubble. <laughs> this is so cool. Dude, this is a gold mine. Oh my god, I gotta I'm gonna spend some time here later today. Awesome. Anyway, sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> Problem. Yeah. <laughs> So what uh, what inspires you to pick a sample and come up with a theme? You want to say what those made a song a great sample? Uh, yeah, like the the tr- the church album that we were talking about before, um, Merciful or Holy Father, for example. Just coming off the top of my head, like what made you say, "Hey, you know, I want to have a Christian themed album." You know how. Um, because it it depends on my feelings at the moment. Uh, at the moment, I'm, I'm making music. Sometimes I just, as I say, that I've got playlist of songs that I can potentially use as samples. And sometimes when I make my album, my uh, Holy Father album, I was in a mood, and I wanted to create something in particular that was a bit dark, dark. Mm-hmm. So. I just had those Christian had known those uh, those songs, and I told me, "Hey, why not uh, slowing down them or making something new?" And this is what I did. I never listened to a song and tell me, "Okay, this is cool. I'm going to use it." 
there's a way in general I got the song and then is I, I know that I've got this song for in my, uh, why not six months and one day I decide to use it mm-hmm. do you ever worry about the samples you find on YouTube getting taken down from your playlists I bet that happens a lot, right? So, sometimes it happens, but yeah. that's it. in general, that's not that much. Uh, oh, yeah. Only if you got the song, only if the, your playlist is a few years old, uh, in general, the, the, the songs keep, are going to stay in your playlist, but um, that's not problematic. And um, if you, in general, you you forget what, what song it was, so that's not a problem. You just know that this song has been deleted, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and what so, about what about a record like um, veg, veg, Vegetal Computerism? I think is the name. Oh, oh that yeah. that Good album job. is you know, quite different than the Holy Father album. You know, it's it, very death dynamic shoot, very 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 important death dynamic shoot inspiration in, in this album. Yeah, can we talk about it for yeah. a minute? Because I was listening to death dynamic shoot at this moment. I was like studying the the, the way they were making music. And I felt interested in trying myself this type of music. So I had my samples, how do you call this, saxophone music, no? I just used it. Mm-hmm. And what made you come up with the album cover? Also, why why do you have plants in your album covers so much? You like plants, I imagine? Because it is the most aesthetic thing you can but because my, my covers are also very representative of the, the, the music style I'm trying to make. More it is unrealistic. Yeah, the collage. More it is unrealistic. Plus it is, yeah, uh, when it is collage, for example, uh, I, don't, I don't remember the name of this album, but, you know, it's in Japanese, four characters in Japanese. And you have a statue, you know, with in the description of capitalism, this album. When it, when it, is, a, when it is a collage, it is what I can call classic vaporwave, you know, vaporwave, direct vaporwave. Mm-hmm. This is it just depending on the mood I am at the moment I'm making music. True, true. Well, it's a very neat album cover. I really like that one. I'm a sucker for a good album cover. What about your Weathersoft album, uh, Forecasts, Weather Channel 1992? Oh, yeah, this one is... Um... Got a tape on Seiko Mart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, recently, I think. Of course, there is a, a reedition of the the cassettes. So. Oh yeah, second edition. Yeah, yeah. I w- I was listening to forecast with the channel uh, yesterday. So, clearly, that's amazing. <laughs> this cover, because in general, my covers, some some of my covers uh, are inspired. Take inspiration. I'm taking my inspiration from other artists. This one is really inspired by Cat System Corp. I get my inspiration back at System Call. But I won't say that I tried to, to copy exactly what he did, but the idea of um, putting plants, 3D shapes, uh, windows, windows, window. Yeah. You know, it is a way to, to make a, a really, you know, cheap art from the 90s, you know, from internet, internet art, finally. I find this good to see because oh, yeah. finally the, the name of the album have no relation with the cover and... The, just something you can explain. Finally, I like the song you're listening to because this album is enough short songs and is about a feeling. Forecast with channel is about a feeling. It is something you can explain. That's also why Japanese text is important also in vaporwave. It's something you can read, something you can explain. So you just have something in front of you. It's and just, you just a feeling. To it. And it's just a feeling, just a moment. And that's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. I didn't even... I always wonder, why do people use Japanese? I guess it's just, you know what 
people have been doing. So you want to continue. It's the way I concept this. Yeah, continue the uh, you know what the OG big boys started all those years ago. But I guess you're right. It has to do with further creating that sense of the unknown and make you f- uh, use your feelings to interpret how it uh, how you like it. Like Midnight Lights, for example, your album. That album title is reflective of the sounds and of the visuals that you created. But if you can't read the title, then it might create more of a sense of desire to understand what it means. Also, yeah. Also, uh, do you want to talk about? I mean, do you want to talk about uh, my advice in general? Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Great this record. Album, this album isn't finally. I was talking about my inspiration. That's terrible. Huh? You ask me about an album, and I'm telling you that is not magic, and I just <laughs> almost copied the work of another. Oh my god! <laughs> so, uh, my night lights is uh, very inspired by um, Lux. Uh, no, uh, Luxury yeah. Elite. You know. Yeah, yeah, world class. Sonority, you know. Very, very short tracks. One minute each track. So I'm not that fan of the cover, finally, because uh, I don't know. Cover, it is not so so great, finally. Something I made really fast. It's not, Maybe it kind of looks like unfinished, but I like where you're going with it. That's, that's special, you know. There's a background image of Portrait Center with the uh, like blur, and you have another picture, clear. With my not lights writing, that's special. Mm-hmm. If today I, I, I had to remake uh, this, uh, yeah, totally different. Hey, well, it's what you were thinking at the time, right? Like you said, you've changed as a person quite a bit over the years. I, I change. Uh, I, I change a lot of my covers. You know, recently I changed a lot of my covers. For example, Priority, uh, Valley View Mall, or Meanless. I ch- I changed the covers because I, I wasn't. Oh. I didn't like the, the virtual atmosphere also, you know? Oh, I didn't uh, know that. I wasn't, uh, I, I didn't appreciate the, the covers that I made, yeah. so I just created new covers. For example, uh, Priority, I don't know if you if you, if you see uh, which album it is, the one before Ocean Wave. I, I didn't like the cover. It was really ugly, for real. Ugly, not just, not my taste, but really ugly. A covers a cover I made uh, in 20 minutes. 2016, yeah, yeah. And the view mode also it was a very cheap, very cheap college. So, no, nah, I just mm. changed. But graphism and taste and the graphism skill just uh, changed with time. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I think uh, people should have more freedom with being able to change their album covers, especially in vaporwave. Especially in vaporwave, yes. <laughs> so, what's your sort of production process for your records you know you i remember you saying you were on your bed chilling and that's sort of the headspace you like to be in when you're making your music so uh what sort of things do you do that get you in the proper mood to make music apart from chilling and being on your bed and then how what's your process sort of from beginning to end so if you find a sample you import that sample into your daw you take what what you want out of the sample, you keep doing that, and then chop and screw it until you have a full song. What's your process? Um, first, there I never I never um, make when I don't want to make music. Making music is 
is a feeling, you know, for making music, creating, you have to, to feel in a good mood. That's not, you don't even ask yourself the question when you don't want to make music. You don't ask the question, did I want to make music? No, that's, that's not like that. That's just one day you wake up and you are like, okay, today I want to create. And that's it. It can be like three times in a week. It can be uh, 10 times in a month. And sometimes it's just like one day in in a month. And that's it. How I make music in general, I find my samples. One day I'm, I'm on YouTube and I find a sample and I, and I put this on, on the playlist, as mm-hmm. I said. And... Um, I'm telling, I'm telling me, okay, one day I, I should use this in a song. And one day, in general, I like to make my covers before the album, be of what I want. In general, I mean, no, um, I'm not exactly, that's not exactly what I want to say, but in general, I made one or two songs, and those those one or two songs are the songs that will um, make the whole album, you know? So I, I made, for example, for example, when I, when I made Sweet... The main theme... Exactly. I created albums because I wanted to create something and I just sometimes created albums because I made one or two songs that were in a good mood and I so created five or six other songs that were in the same mood as the, 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 the first one, you know. And the cover is a very important part of the album. You have to create something that is in relation with the music you made and especially the feeling you have. For example, Swimming Pools. I'm really proud of the, the cover of Swimming Pools. That's not uh, something really amazing, but you know, this is my feeling. This is my feeling. Mm-hmm. I was working sometimes with my tablet in the past, between 2016 when I began to 2017, mid 2018, and uh, I, I tried to. I, I started to make music on my computer. And today I am on my computer, and I launch my softwares and I start making music and just bring all the all the ideas you've had with you, exactly. sort of. How do you keep that organized in your brain? I would forget everything. Oh, uh, because I give a great part of improvisation in my work, you know, the big, big importance of, uh, of improvisation. You know, an album is a feeling, so a feeling never disappears. I'm feeling something. In general, between the moment I have the, the idea to make an album and the moment I make the album, there's, in general, less than one or two days not from the, the moment I start to make the album. So Wednesday, I'm mm-hmm. making the first track of the album, and that's it. Uh, Thursday, I have the cover. But if you want to create a draft, you have to have a cover. So a cover is, in general, the, the oh. first point of the, the creation, mm-hmm. before sometimes the, the first track. And do you find that it helps inspire you to make the rest of the of music? Course. Of course, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I, I change the cover um, at the moment I make the music because I feel like the music is finally not... In- enough in relation with the cover oh wow um but uh sometimes you make the music and because of the cover Mm -hmm. so you know what i mean you know what i mean yeah yeah definitely i'm trying to to project myself into your mind and what you're thinking about when you made these different records the cover is the biggest part of the vaporwave music yeah, the, in the culture of vapor, the, for real. It's it's sad to to think that, but it's true. <laughs> for me, especially, it's all about the aesthetics, man. I'm more picky about the music if I like the album cover, though. You ever notice that? Mm. Exactly. The more cover, critical. If you don't of like it. the cover, you you don't like the album. Mm-hmm. It can be like this sometimes. Mm-hmm. What is your process for coming up with the names of your songs? I always wonder oh, about that. 
in general, the name you give to your your songs depends on the first the the, the style, the, the the genre you're making of vaporwave, and uh, the feeling you want to to give to your to your album. Mm-hmm. So if I want, I can make um, names in Japanese. I want I can make name in in Greek. I can make um, name in Chinese, uh, Japanese plus uh, European tag. European uh, alphabet, so um, it depends. But uh, if I want in general, if I make more soft, I'm going to use Japanese text. And uh, if I'm making uh, uh, more experimental, it's going to be in, 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 in our language, in English or in French, why not? Nothing is made, so everything can happen. Tomorrow I can make a name in, in Spanish if I want. Mm-hmm. So it, you don't even, that's not because uh, I made something one time that uh, it will mean that it will mean that I will always do the same for the, the the past or the future. Excuse me. Holy crap! I just noticed. Oh my god! So your album Forever Midnight. I was just looking at it because I was saying, okay, this is one that doesn't have any Japanese text in the song names, and I only just noticed this now. You know how the album cover has the picture of the guy looking at the camera, but it's crossfaded with. What I didn't realize until now was a girl lying down on a bed, and I used to only be able to see her, like, thighs, but now I see her face, and it's jumping out at me, and it's scaring me. Oh. You're talking about the, the, the face of the girl? Yeah, yeah, on Forever Midnight. Uh, Forever Midnight, uh, the, 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 um, the cover is coming from screenshot from uh, the, uh, the, I don't know, I don't know, the, oh. Uh, Introduction of um, Midnight Color, the what? The 80s. So you, you didn't blend these two pictures together? Oh, I just took, there's three different images, you know, Holy the buildings, f- the girl, and the man. And yeah. I just add effects and add those three together. Okay. Yeah, that's a really distinguished album cover. The longer you look at it, there's more to find. I would really love to, to see my work in the eyes of someone else. Because today, uh, that's why I also have some difficulty, difficulty yeah, to, to consider myself as an artist. Because I always, I always feel like I am, uh, I am a joker, you know, someone that not serious. Mm-hmm. I would love to, to see what is it to uh, from from a stranger, you know, stranger point of view. Yeah, well, we as a listener, it's hard to know unless you listen to this interview. <laughs> what the mindset of the artist is it's like sometimes it it feels like a joke but it's not or sometimes it's not a joke but it is and no one ever realizes it so you're right uh, like that mm-hmm. must be really interesting mm-hmm. to see okay what what direction do people think this this is going in sort of what feelings do they get out of it does it match what i wanted to get out of it all interesting ideas and you make your music just on your laptop um do you do it in your room or do you do you like to go out and sit under a tree or something? I always make my music at home. I never made something in a, in a yeah. I, I'm, never, I'm always in my home, always walking out at house for for making music because it's the the, the place where I'm I can chill, you know, with no mm-hmm. you know, was that just cool? Peaceful, no chaos. Especially in my in my house, but somewhere where. Is there is no problem, you know, when you can listen to the music at the at its best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need to be especially calm, you know, but just somewhere when you can sit correctly and let your comfortable. Exactly. Let your mind wander. <laughs> 
So you have a new record coming out, like you said, uh, exactly. December um, or something like that. We'll see. No, yeah, it, it won't be in December, I guess. Oh, why not? I don't know exactly. I have to send the, the demo to, to the label. I guess it would be, say, come out Japan. Oh, nice. I guess. Because I really love them. And I guess this, it's not made. So I don't know. They didn't listen to this album. But um, it's going to be something that, um, a little different. Very, uh, very different. Something in the like swimming pools, but darker. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, I hope this album in Kesta should be really great. Great, yeah. Yeah. Because that's why I love with Take Them Out there making Kesta. Oh, exactly. The best. Seriously, really the them. best. I got got to get Lumi on the show. And say Komati is a real fan of Vapor, so that's really cool. Mm-hmm. He's giving his time to this this genre. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. A, he's, he's keeping Vapor alive. Yeah. So speaking of hotel pools, uh, why did you sort of change your name a little bit with that record? Nine one one Jasp so, Telecom. Ah, so because this album is is a part of my discography. Didn't re- it didn't even reflect. I, I had this album in my draft, and one day I just woke up and I just said, "Okay, I upload it." And it is an experimental project, like Gallery, for example. Yeah. Gallery tracks, um, one subject, spiritual subject. I wanted to change. I just we were talking about uh, Alias. This was I, I just wanted to, to make something new, and uh, on this calls the the guy that that. Uh, there are some people in Disco that like to to write re- alias you use. So I wanted to see if they were going to put a right. one Jasper Telecom. Yeah. And so because 911 Jasper Telecom is also, I, I like this name. That's cool. This is the sense of capitalism. Finally, 911 and Telecom. So because it's cool and because this album is not supposed to be on cassette or to be, uh, it's just going to be something you, you could listen on Bandcamp and that's it. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't ask a question about this. Album. I didn't ask myself a question about this album. Right. Just something I made in one night and. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. I really love. It. Even though it's short, well, I guess yeah, it wouldn't make sense to put on a tape because it's like six minutes. But that record, like, it's great for blasting me off. You know, making me escape my current mm-hmm. setting, I guess, and you know, <laughs> let me meditate a little bit. I think it's track number two, swimming pool two, is the the weirdest in the album. Yeah transcendental and this is amazing is there anything you want to talk about that i haven't mentioned yet uh, no I, I guess we we said everything from my past to my present <laughs> i might choose to my to my future yeah that, that's amazing what's your amazing. what's your favorite uh <laughs> what's your favorite food favorite food oh oh my god you know great burgers a burger you know yeah good burger no i agree but no not uh, from um, fast food restoration no the the ones from burger king in france burger king is really good oh my god is it it's a bit exp- oh yeah oh my god it's a bit expensive but that's really good that is really good damn you know it's like it's like eight nine nine euros but oh my god yeah in france uh, in france uh, mcdonald's burgers are really bad there's absolutely bad and we don't have a lot of uh, we don't have poppies we don't have uh, uh, taco bell in france we just have kfc quick i don't oh, know if you know popeyes quick. popeyes and poppies <laughs> we don't have we don't have this in france we don't no. have uh, taco bell we just have kfc kfc mcdonald's mm-hmm. burger king mm-hmm. and that's it wow. just our free brand 
and Quick. I don't know if you know Quick. I don't know Quick. I guess it's uh, from Belgium. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know, but it is something a bit cheap, you know. Uh, yeah. They're not famous for the, the quality. In general, you just eat that Quick because there is no McDonald's or no Burger King. You want something the, Quick? Uh, Go to Quick. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm sure that's uh, their joke. Not we want something Quick. In yeah. general, you eat quick because there's no McDonald's. That, yeah, yeah, no, there's nothing like a good. But uh, I, I like I like burger. A yeah. good burger, like a <laughs> on a barbecue, like real yeah. quality meat, uh, like yeah. a bison burger or elk or something. I love that. I also really love. I also really love. I, I don't like to say that I like. I, I don't like yeah the idea of loving one thing more than the others. I like I like to 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 eat good. You know, my father was walking on. And, uh, and restaurants was uh, turns so Italian restaurants. I am uh, half Italian, so and my father was mm. was working in Italian restoration. So yeah. I I grew up with the 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 the, the, the le bien manger comme on dit en France quoi. <laughs> the, the the good the good eating that's uh, the translation the good eating so the healthy good eating healthy eating because that's not so healthy but no no <laughs> delicious the pleasure, the, the pleasure of of eating because in france we have so, uh, an amazing gastronomy that you guys in north america don't yeah. <laughs> really i guess i'm sorry for you but <laughs> so i gotta get my get myself over to france you should you should if you want i can show you nice, nice places oh i'd love to i i'm going to actually next summer i'm gonna do a Europe trip, oh. so maybe I'll come say oh, hi. Oh, that's, that's, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. If you're in Paris, tell me. Or if you're in Versailles, you know, the, the castle of Versailles. Yeah. I don't know if you, you know, I'm living in this, this uh, close to this place. Oh, cool. In the, dans les Yvelines. Dans les Yvelines, the mm-hmm. 78, because in France, every every region got uh, a number. Okay. Uh, Paris, Paris is 75, Yvelines, 78. Mm. Lines, you know, so yeah. I also like uh, because we're talking about food, I also like Chinese food that's really, really good. Oh my god, real Chinese food, and, though, uh, right? And um, finally, Japanese food is not that much incredible to my eyes because um, something that's uh, what, what you can see in a Chinese restaurant is something that Chinese people eat at almost like every day, you know. Japanese food is something really uh, luxurious, you know, something that you, yeah, the, the Japanese underman won't eat while you see in your in a restaurant, Japanese restaurant. It's like uh, thinking like in France we're eating uh, foie gras or drinking a uh, very very expensive wine at every 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 meal. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> foie, foie gras, just to that's duck, is it? That, that's dog. I really love duck meat. That's duck. amazing. Oh, it's it's better. Yeah, yeah it's duck great. meat is amazing. Yeah, it's it's awesome. If you want to know, in France we're if you haven't tried it, eating good. We, if, meet me in France. Eating <laughs> good. It's it's amazing. I would love. I would love. I would like to see a um, North American, um, you know, uh, meal. You know, I don't know if it's a good if it's a good word, but mm-hmm. you know, when you when you're eating, how it is. It seems to be so different from France because here in France we got we got our bottle of wine, we got our our bread, we got uh, 
it's uh, une entrée before eating for example meat uh, or the, the chicken the, the 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 pork we have a small a small something before we like for example a soup a cold soup or mm. um, uh, for example eating uh, tomatoes in uh, you know salad of tomatoes with cucumber for example or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah in america it's going to be sugar or nothing like there's you, you can't fi- you can't eat out anywhere really and not get mm-hmm. something that's loaded with sugar it's ah, crazy we also have sugar in, in but not that, not the know. way that they, we have it here like people can't find food if there's no sugar like w- without sugar and the food that we're making at home has sugar in it a lot of the time like the bread that we use so bad for you corn syrup we use corn syrup for everything is the place you are in uh, in canada really in your place of canada really different from what happened for quebec for example yeah i'm quite close to quebec but we don't live where are you living no in the i'm in toronto Toronto? okay eight hour drive from montreal yeah because yeah the 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 rest the southwest part of canada so Mm -hmm. yeah but um americans got a small legacy of the french culture even if they're eating special stuff like poutine that is something else we in france we have the the meal imagine we are eating pork with french fries that we absolutely not do not call french fries in france <laughs> we call this les frites les frites les bonnes frites the frites of no the frites is uh, it's not a good word because in French it is funny just to to spell the word like in Spanish, for example. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Spanish word. Uh, French, French, uh, French humor, so unexplainable, unexplainable. But uh, les frites, voilà. French fries, les frites. Okay. <laughs> <C'est tout. laughs> yeah, you know one word in French. That's excellent. <laughs> and uh, we. I should know it. French fries with pork or chicken, I mean, anything, something like that. Yeah. And um, at the end, we're eating le dessert, another meal. And uh, it is, for example, uh, a yogurt uh, with uh, yogurt or, I don't know how you call this, but, you know, it is not like juice of, I, I, I don't know how to say it, it's like a solid juice of um, of uh, apple, for example. La compote, je sais pas comment appeler ça. Yeah. Because it's it's mostly apples and it's not fake. It's not like it is, you know. It's like jam of apple, but not actually jam of jam of apple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is that? Cider. I'm going to to to, to look. Oh my god. Yeah. Check. Look. Look. It up. Really hard. Apple sauce of apple apple sauce. Applesauce. Exactly. Hey, exactly. We did it. This is what I eat every time. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm eating, I got my yogurt, uh, frambuze, uh, strawberry, and after or before, I eat my applesauce. Applesauce. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we love applesauce in France, and babies are eating applesauce. Mm. Got such a nice culture. The fuel of Zedig the Jasp. Exactly. The fuel of choice, applesauce. Whenever you meet me, uh, please give me applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> please give me applesauce. Uh, no, I would prefer to have like um, I don't know gifts from your the country you come from because yeah. applesauce uh, I can't have. We have already good applesauce in France, so please uh, mm-hmm. don't. I'll bring you some maple syrup. Oh yeah, well, this is something really Canadian. Finally, mm-hmm. got a couple things. And why not? I- <laughs> 
Maybe we'll mix it and we'll have some maple syrup flavored applesauce. My God. C- create a new I, I really, cuisine. Oh, uh, uh, cuisine. Oh, I really love when you're using French words in, uh, in, in English. Sometimes I'm like, uh, there are some people there speaking English. I, I can't even understand what they're saying. And like, you're like, uh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No, we borrow a lot of our words, don't we, in English? Well, uh, finally, um, I don't know, but I guess you should know. But uh, in France, we're using a lot of English words. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Language use a lot of Englishism, what we call this Anglicism. Yeah, that's so, when you don't have a word to explain it, right? You'll just use the uh, English word instead. On fait du shopping, for example. We're doing shopping. Mm. Uh, France, you when you are with your friends and you uh, want to buy, for example, with your your family. Uh, on Saturday, and you want to wear some new shoes, je vais faire du shopping. I'm going to faire du shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, when Crazy. you park your car, when you park your car, and next to the mall, the, we're saying, je vais tout au parking. Je me, je, me, je me gare au parking. And I, I, it doesn't even exist in English, this word. Wow. Or parking, it, don't, it doesn't exist in English, mm-hmm. I guess, or it is not really used. The parking, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. <laughs> Crazy. We're using, but cuisine example, is a French word. Is that cuisine, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so many, okay. so many French words. Cuisine, uh, cuisine. Yeah, because uh, there are some words that uh, also belong to. That's some words that are hard to to say if there's yeah French or Spanish or Italian. For example, cafe. Um, it's a word that we use in France, but Spanish also and Italian also. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's difficult. But we got a lot of French words. And it is amazing to see that both of French and English use the different words from the different culture cultures in the same ways. For example, American people are using French words for giving some credibility to a, a term, you know, for, for making it, you know, <laughs> for example... Uh, when you were in New York, I never went to New York, but I, I saw that uh, they're using uh, for their coffee for example restaurant french names for being more attractive <laughs> yeah or italian the same in france in france at the moment you want to be you want to make something more cooler it is in english for example chicken spot <laughs> yeah chicken spot yeah you know, when you make a restaurant about chicken and like fast food chicken spot you know <laughs> uh, you make a, a tacos uh, a tacos shop you go oh, to yeah. eat tacos night night tacos you know yeah and so that's interesting. That's that's it. And uh, for example, yeah, English is a cooler language in France, and in USA, French is a cooler language. And it's neat to to learn what parts of English are borrowed from where. Like I, I think I knew cuisine was a French word, but I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> Any more plans to to continue with tapes then in the future with your upcoming records? As I said, I'm about to send a demo to Seiko Mart in a few in a few weeks. Yeah. So if they accept, it's going to be on cassettes. I'll be ready. Yeah, I want to get some of your old records. It's just the cassettes are so hard to find. Nobody's selling them. You know. Um, the problem is that I don't know which tracks, which which album, excuse me, uh, people's most of all loved. So I, mm. I won't. I, I don't. I, I wouldn't like if I was a fan to to see one of the album I didn't love the most. Yeah, good um, point. Good point. 
being being on cassette. For example, if tomorrow I see a uh, imagine I I didn't like a mainless and ease on cassette, I would be like, okay, man, what the fuck do you do? You do, you do this, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, I'm just um, I I I would I really prefer now to um, release on cassettes my the album. I know I got the most. The, the most important returns, for example, Holy Father uh, or Psychic Memories, Nouvelle Vague. Nouvelle Vague is not uh, on cassette. He's not even on the on the label, but mm-hmm. so that's cool. Oh, for sure. All right. So uh, I think that's it for me. Is anything you want to talk about before we go, or anyone you wanna you wanna give a shout out to? Okay, big shout out to all my French homies in Vaporware and all. Uh, <laughs> and uh, to my homie Drake and uh, Bobby Schmerda now in jail shout out to my to my guy TK I know him <laughs> from so long yeah uh, just, I'm just kidding just just kidding uh, no I just want to to thank everybody that's been following me since the beginning of the journey you know uh, the musical journey that since the I started making music in 2016 and uh of 2018, 2019, you know, that's amazing uh, to to see that what I what I just made in one night became a part of an artistic project. This is amazing, and I want to, to thank everybody that that uh, allowed me to do this. For sure. Well, we want to say thank you for making such awesome music and having such a an awesome head on your shoulders. You know, just making the music you want to make and not thinking about anything else. And you've done that so many times. You continue to do that. And people love you, man. People love your work. People love your tapes. They sell out instantly. Like, swear to God. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're just such a dope dude to have in the community. And we're always looking forward to more music from Zadig the Jasp. See, this is amazing. What you're saying is amazing. I never... I don't I don't realize this. Because, you know, every, every, anybody is talking about Vaporwave. is something that really exist on internet and so mm-hmm. i don't have that much people that come to send me messages on instagram or, or twitter telling me what you're telling me so there's a, a part of shadow in the, the work i'm making and yeah I, I don't see i don't see those uh, those those people's and i want to thank them so many so so much cool man well thanks for coming on once again and it it was so nice to be able to learn about you and to sit down and talk for so long. I think we've been talking for almost three hours now. Thank you. Thank you so much. It changed, you know? Thank you so much. Well, thank you. It was nice to talk about all the little things we did, talking about meats, our love for hamburgers, and <laughs> everything in between. Have a great rest of your day. You too. You too. Thank you so much. And have a nice day. Have a nice life, even. I will, man. Thanks a lot. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. That was my conversation with Zadig the Jasp or Le Jasp Zadig. I was so happy to have him on the show today. It was a lot of fun. I really love his music as you may, as you heard. So that was really cool for me. Definitely check him out on Instagram. It's Zadig underscore Enzo. E-N-Z-O. And his bandcamp is zedigthejasp.bandcamp.com. And that's where you can check out his stuff. While you're at it, check us out on Instagram as well. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. And we have a website, privatesweetmag.com. And check out the Patreon if you're not already signed up there. 
You can get a copy of the magazine and as well. You can get some other goodies too. Some pretty cool stuff. And if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, definitely hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast source thingy you're using. Because then you can get notified of the new episodes and it really helps us out. Thanks a lot. Oh, and leave us a a like too while you're at it. (laughs) Okay, as always, we're going to leave you with some music. Here's a bunch of tracks from Zedig the Jasp's albums. A whole bunch of my favorites just from everything. All right, everybody, take care. Be healthy. Eat well. Take care of yourself. Take self-care time. And we'll see you next time.
Thank you.